0: the home of patrick henry richard henry lee and the lee brothers
1: that pesky pesky constitution it got it gets in the way every time it limits the government and most people don't even know two things you're told to never discuss abortion and guns oh darn oh darn and vaccine it's the word of the year that is next virginia citizens and american patriots Radio, as the Founding Fathers intended. No, seriously, I think they would be right here. Jefferson and Madison and others, the Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother. It's like a recording, I gotta say this every now and then. is not here, he's still recuperating from the summer of love, as some would call it. The summer of pain and suffering, Richard's been through it, and he is uh, still not up to his normal self to be here in the studio. So sitting across from me is my titleless hat. Richard Lee will be back next week. Continue to pray for him. Richard at com. Richard at com. Pack show. Uh, have you ever, I, I, I was just going to ask you, if you've ever been in a position where you had too much to talk about, well, maybe at the dinner table, but uh, we got a stack here that is, uh, it could go a long ways. And a m- bunch of interviews. We're going to talk about, uh, we'll be talking to State Senator Amanda Chase coming up and. The next hour, as well as our favorite uh, gun advocate Philip Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizens Defense League, will join us. He's going to talk about ghost guns. By the way, if, in case you don't know, there's <laughs> no such thing as a ghost gun. I mean, is there a ghost? If somebody's making anything in their garage, is it called a ghost? If they're making furniture, is there ghost furniture? Is there a ghost bicycle? Is there ghost ghost's pianos? I don't, ghost guitar. What is a ghost gun? I'm scared. I'm frightened already of the term ghost. Ghost was there to scare you. The left is amazing. They, they really are. They can frame it in such a way that you're going to be scared because you hear this term ghost gun. There was a shooting in Atlanta this week, or I think it was somewhere in Georgia, where a child was shot with a ghost gun. As if it had been different if the child was shot with a non-ghost gun, whatever that is. Which makes me think, if what's the opposite of a ghost gun? Hmm. We'll discuss that with Philip Van Cleef coming up in the show. And um, scheduled to join us at the bottom of this hour is Victoria Cobb, the president of the Family Foundation. They put out a list of things that I think was interesting about what they expect from this election. I want to share that with you coming up in the show. Check us out theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com up and running. Lots of uh, things happened this week. I had, <laughs> I know I wasn't going to talk about it. Um, the reason I want to bring it up is because I, I think a lot of people can relate to tooth pain. Tooth pain. I had a root canal this week. Total shocker, out of the blue. It's like one of those um, emergency root canals. I guess they all are because once you get to the point where you're in tooth pain, nothing else matters. The the, the term wailing and gnashing of teeth is what comes to mind with the root canal. It was it, it was two nights of sleeplessness i could not sleep because of the pain and i don't know if you've ever had tooth pain but if you've had tooth pain it dominates i mean, I'm, i consider myself somewhat able to handle some amount of pain i mean i can be in pain with my back with you know any but tooth pain dominates your entire thought process all you think about is what this pain in your in your mouth or your jaw or my whole head actually for that matter uh, i made an emergency uh visit with the what's the name of this di- this is a special dentist it, it, I forget the name of it. But all this guy does is root canals. And I felt like we've been going through that for the last year with the Biden administration and our entire economy and the way the world looks. It's like a total root canal the entire time. Anyway, horrible analogy. This dentist, this specific root canal dentist was phenomenal. Unbelievable. I came in there and he said, okay, it's this tooth right here, I can tell you. He tapped on it and I practically came out of the chair. And uh, within 30 minutes, I was out of there and in a, in a new, complete. Of course, half my face was numb, but other than that, I was, I was uh, fantastic, and uh, and out of that. So this is this is the week. The week we started with a root canal, then it ran through uh, Richard not feeling well, and and, and the whole thing. Then I find out that the word of the year by Merriam-Webster Dictionary is vaccine. Makes you want to puke. I mean, if Noah Webster were alive today, who wrote the first dictionary was great christian man unbelievable uh founder of of our of our area in our country hey vaccine why is that did anyone know what a vaccine was before the ultimate vaccine the the unconditional without hesitation pure as a wind-driven snow vaccine what what did we know before that here's what we knew we knew once you got the vaccine that you could actually eradicate, eradicate a disease from the planet, and once you got the vaccine, you didn't need booster shots or anything else. It's time to stop calling this a vaccine. But it's the word of the year. I got that going for you. Listen, this Omicron thing, I, wanna, I talk about this for a second because I have never seen anything like this in my lifetime, and I don't think America has ever seen anything like this overreach of ability to want to squash People and their freedom. And it's painted, it's molded around a biomedical kind of tyrannical view from an elite. And this elite has always existed, but in America, it's been somewhat constrained because they really didn't have anything to try to break through the Constitution, but they found it. And COVID is it. They will never let this go. Every variant from COVID, we will live with with the rest of our lives. The media and the Democratic Party are in cahoots to make sure that they will never let this go. I was on an airplane this week traveling to, uh, to a, 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 talk to a great company, and um, behind me was a lady, an, an older lady, who was telling the person beside her about her COVID experience over Thanksgiving. She said, everyone in my family got it. And I was wearing gloves and masks, and I'm fully vaccinated, she said. And I think if people would just understand how critical this is, they would act differently. I thought to myself, how? How would we act any differently? You did everything you possibly could. You got the shot. You wore gloves, which I have no clue how that makes any difference. How does that make any difference? You got gloves, so you wear the gloves, and they t- if, let's just say the disease attaches itself to the gloves. Everything you touch is now on the gloves. It's not on your skin until you remove the glove. That doesn't make any sense. You wore a mask. You talked about social. You did everything right, yet you got it. You're fully vaccinated. Your whole family got it. They were vaccinated, and yet we should act differently? This is 78%. Of, of you, according to the morning consultant poll, which favors travel restrictions for the new Amacrami, um, Crummy, Amacrami, um, uh, de- Virent, Variant. Virant, too, by the way. What, what, what has happened to common sense? Joe Biden, his administration is considering requiring every traveler, regardless of test results, regardless of test results and vaccine status, which we told are the two premier things we had to do, are going to self-quarantine for one week after landing in America, no matter what. That seems a little draconian. Over what? Over something that has no risk? No one has died from this, to my knowledge. And if they have, we had one person die over 9 billion on the planet. We're going to shut down a country? We're going to restrict travel? And what is the point of that? We've already have it here in America. The point of restricting travel would do nothing except interrupt the flow of goods, commerce, people that need to keep a world functioning, which drives a totalitarian left crazy. But the totalitarian left can't stand the fact that we have that kind of freedom, and they're going to use everything in their power to restrict it. There is um, what's interesting is how this word vaccine, not only is it the word of the year but it's still talked about as if it's a real vaccine. Chuck Todd on, um, I don't guess, what's he do, Meet the Press still? Yeah, he does Meet the Press. Was talking to the governor of Mississippi about abortion, but this was thrown in, and I thought it was interesting.
2: A vaccine is about protecting a larger community. A vaccine is about preventing spread. You could argue a vaccine mandate is a pro-life position.
1: Isn't it interesting Listening to the arguments on that side, I mean, that is the left, and that is how many in this country think a vaccine is a pro life position. It's about keeping people safe. Then why don't we have everyone vaccinated for the polio disease? Oh, Scott, we do. What? No, we do not. We do not have everyone in this country. I think the latest stat was ninety two percent are vaccinated for polio. Now, polio has been eradicated, but is the the, the main issue here? is this word vaccination. Chuck Todd, I don't know that you know this, even though just before you interviewed the governor of Mississippi, you had Fauci on your show, who said people who are vaccinated can still get COVID. I don't know, do you not hear that? Do you not want to hear that? Do you not want to hear the story of the lady on the airplane behind me in the seat telling me that her whole family is vaccinated, everyone got COVID and over Thanksgiving? You don't want to hear that story either? This isn't a vaccination. Stop with this mess. It doesn't prevent people from getting COVID. It is not a vaccination. It is essentially a flu shot. But don't confuse us on that. We have power to grab. Germany announced a national lockdown for unvaccinated. A national lockdown. And if you think that's not coming here, you're crazy. Or let me just rephrase that. If you don't think there's people here in power of government to run a biomedical, tyrannical government that doesn't want to do this, you're crazy. Germany announced national lockdown on unvaccinated. Vaccinated people will lose their vaccination status in nine months, too. In nine months? How do you lose a vaccination status? You're vaccinated. We've lost control, and it's scary. However, we have a pesty little problem in this country for the left. It's called the Constitution. In 63 and a half seconds, I'll explain how they try to get around it. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com.
3: The Radio Revolution. Mojo
1: 5-0. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, dot com, And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio.
4: Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
0: In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee brothers.
1: I almost forgot it was Christmas. You want vaccinated elf?
5: It's that time. Christmas time is here. So, oh,
1: Scott, I mean. Focus on Christmas, would you? Well, I'm trying to. Except Joe Biden is running the country, and so is a a, a total a total group of people who are hell bent on trying to to institute a biomedical tyrannical overreaching government at every level. Oh, that's just Germany, Scott. Really, Nevada has become the first state to impose a surcharge on unvaccinated workers. A surcharge. So, if you're an unvaccinated worker and you get fined, I think it was $55 a month until they, until you get it right, yeah, that's not going to, no, no, don't worry about what you see in Germany. Google owns uh, YouTube. They've threatened to ban users who question mask effectiveness. This is exactly, I think, how we got kicked off and banned. If you claim the mask wearing is dangerous or causes ne- negative physical effects, they could ban you. If you claim the mask does not play a role in preventing the contraction or transmission of COVID-19, they could ban you. So if you say the mask is folly, how does that work? Does that get the Lee brothers kicked off too? It's unconscionable. The Constitution is a uh, document of negative, it's a negative charter essentially against the government. It's, it was written to limit the federal government. Most people think, no, he's giving me rights. No, God gave you rights. And Madison was against enumerating any of them because then it would be limited. That's why he was kind of against the Bill of Rights because if you listed any, then... That would be all of them, and they're unlimited, according to him. The federal government has a list in Article One, Section Eight. Many of you don't know this. the The things they can do. Everything else is left to the states and the people. So when it comes along, where you have something that will cause government to be more intrusive in your lives, and there's people who think they know better than you. I mean, if they opened up the government, if they just opened up things and let you do what you want, you could have possibly walked into a bar during COVID. How irresponsible of you. Aren't you glad North Northern was there? Aren't you glad he was there to take sure that you couldn't just walk into a bar?
2: You are being selfish. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Here's a doctor on MSNBC or CNN. What's the difference? It doesn't matter. But here he is. Listen to this.
6: Listen to what he says. The Biden administration is doing everything it can within the power of the federal government. The problem is by constitutional design. the
1: The problem is, listen to that. I didn't know the Constitution was a problem. Did you?
6: I mean, The problem is by constitutional design, the way Madison and Jefferson did this, there are limits to the reach of the federal government.
1: Oh, there are limits to the reach of the federal government. You mean this is a problem. Who speaks this way? Only somebody who thinks they know better than you, the serf and the peasant. Only somebody who thinks the federal government is the answer. Only somebody who wishes the Constitution wasn't there. Would actually start or even say a sentence that has the problem is the Constitution. Does this not scare anybody? This is a doctor on MSNBC like it's not a big deal. The problem is we have a Constitution. Biden's trying to do everything, but we have a problem, a slight problem. Here
6: it is federal government. The problem is by constitutional.
1: (laughs) The problem is the Constitution gets in the way every single time. That is scary. But many of you have thought, well, you know what? I didn't think about the Constitution being a problem because it's not listened to anyway. No one goes by it anyway. Anything you want, it just depends on who you elect is what you get. There's no Constitution to limit. Well, you know what? You're right. That's always been kind of the position, hasn't it? Whatever that politician wants is what that politician will get because no Constitution limits them. Have you ever heard a congressman or a senator going, I can't do that? I've got, I've got the the Constitution limits me. Unless you're talking about baseball, right, Mark Warner?
6: Uh, is um, is minor league baseball?
1: <laughs> then he's got to get involved. That was in Article One, Section Eight, somewhere. Minor league baseball. Madison left it out, but he obviously meant it when he said the common good of everybody. Isn't that frightening? But this is the left today. This is how they think the Constitution is an impediment. It's in the way. It's admitted. They say it. They didn't used to say it. In fact, the same people are the ones who used to say, I think the Constitution should be upheld. The Constitution says Trump should be impeached. They always quote the Constitution. But then a few minutes later, they say, it's in the way. And it is in the way. It's in a way to anybody who wants government to be big and nasty and huge. Then it most certainly is in the way. If you want government in every aspect of your life, from controlling the water to your flush in the toilet, whether you put... Uh, solar solar panels on your roof or drive an electric car, then you have to be part of a party that wants that. You can't at the same time be a party who wants a federal government to control your health care and everything and then come back and quote the Constitution. Those two things aren't possible. So you have to want to change the Constitution. And every once in a while, you'll get a leftist or somebody on the far fringes who actually admits that the Constitution limits and should be changed, like Joy Behar on The View.
7: You know, when the founding fathers uh, were busy with the amendments.
1: <laughs> I love the beginning of that. When that founding fathers were busy with the amendments, I would love to sit down with Joy for a second and say, when was that, Joy? Explain to me busy with the amendments. When did that all come to, to, to fruition? What, when was that? Was that during the signing or the ratification? of the? When, when did that happen? Because the Bill of Rights came later. I wonder if she knows that. Anyway, by the way, just so you know, Joy Behart wants to change the Constitution. She admits the Constitution is problem. She wants to change it, which I find amazingly divine providence that we have the Bill of Rights. If we didn't have the Bill of Rights, you could forget so many things. It's unbelievable. Here it is. <laughs>
7: You know, when the founding fathers uh, were busy with the amendments, the First and Second Amendments did not have AR-15s in there. No, we're- well,
1: the First amendment certainly didn't. <laughs> the First and Second Amendments didn't have... Listen to what she said there.
7: First and Second Amendments did not have AR-15s in there. We're-
1: the AR-15s. Joy Behar, what is an AR-15? It's a semi-automatic rifle. Are you, are you telling me that... You don't think the Second Amendment protects somebody's right to own a semi-automatic weapon? Every gun in America is a semi-automatic weapon. Nearly every rifle you buy, except for a bolt-action, 308 or 306, is a semi-automatic rifle. Many shotguns are semi-automatic. What is she talking about? This is scare tactics. But she admits, eh, it's gone too far here.
7: AR-15s in there, mm-hmm. weapons of, of war, mm-hmm. and they didn't have Twitter. So both amendments, I need, I think, need to be tweaked a little bit. Mm. They're living on the First Amendment, so we love it. But there's a lot of hate speech and misinformation <laughs> needs to be dealt with.
1: Joe, you gotta, you got to be dealt with the hate speech and misinformation. You can't allow that kind of free speech. The founders just had it wrong. The founders only meant free speech they like, like Joy, like Joy Behar. Only that kind of free speech. You know, the free speech that she would approve. That's what, that kind of free speech is what she would approve of. That's unlike the founding fathers. The founding fathers were with all free speech. Specifically, the First Amendment was directed at political speech. Isn't that interesting? So now hate speech, some would can say is somewhat political. She wants to stop. At least on Joy's behalf, I must give her credit. She admits the Constitution is a limiting document of the power she would love to have in her hands, and she wants to change it. At least she's being honest. More in 60 seconds at Leebrothers.com, the Leebrothers.com. Lee
3: Happily promoting the four Fs. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo50.
1: Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420BourbonBowl.com. 420BourbonBowl.com. 420 B O W L and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio.
4: Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
0: The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys.
1: What, no Christmas music on this one? Well, plenty of that this week. Good. Great song, by the way. The pesky Constitution. Don't get my... One thing that makes me sick is when uh laugh like Joy Behar even quotes these founding fathers from Virginia. How dare you? <laughs> just stay away from our commonwealth. Stay away from our Constitution. This idea that she says these things have to There are 15s in there. Were
7: uh-huh. Weapons of, of war. Uh-huh. And they didn't have... By the
1: way, weapons of war. Don't you love that one? So she thinks that the founders instituted the Second Amendment just so someone can have a gun for hunting. No, 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 Joy, it might do you well if you're going to comment on these things since you're sitting on a very popular, most ignorant, worst show on TV that you get up to speed on what the Second Amendment was there for. It was designed to prevent a tyrannical government from overtaking the freedoms that they just spent eight years defending. I mean, don't you understand that? Therefore, they might need, and I say they, the people might need a weapon of war. A weapon of war. Every gun is a weapon of war. Show me one that's not a weapon of war. And then and then Joy will let us have it. Out of her benevolent heart, a good thing, in her dictator mindset, she can say, you can only have certain guns that I approve of. The founding fathers didn't say, well, we can only let them have some because they didn't have AR-15s then. No, no, they were absolutely adamant that it should not be infringed upon because once it is, a government can come in and say, where's your vaccination card? We're taking freedom away from you. And that should be defended. And unfortunately, in a lot of places in this world, the people don't have the Second Amendment to defend themselves. Joy Behart doesn't think they should either. This is the crazy thing about these whacked women on The View. At least, like I said, Joy is honest. The founding principles of liberty, the founding ideas, are at least somehow acknowledged even by The crazy people on the left. So, Joy, I'm glad you're commenting on it. You probably ought to update yourself, but at least in this way, Joy Behar recognized the Constitution is a limited government, a limited document. All right, more Lee Brothers coming up. Victoria Cub from the Family Foundation to tell us the agenda for Virginia coming up. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com.
3: The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia
4: in 1776. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
5: Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about mypills2go.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's mypills go. That's my the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with mypills My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypills2go.com that's mypills the number 2 go.com my pills the number 2 go.com a dose guardian company life liberty and the pursuit of mojo
3: mojo 5-0.
6: the federal leviathan consumes nearly 25% of the entire economy and gobbles up whole industries the federal government's now the nation's largest creditor Debtor, lender, employer, consumer, contractor, grantor, property owner, tenant, insurer, health care provider, and pension guarantor. So much for limited government.
2: Mojo50.com.
4: Yep, this paddleboarder was arrested after refusing to get out of the water in Malibu. If you go out on the ocean, across the USA, and you're wearing a swim shirt, cause of your scrawny Uh, weight, from the Well, you just might know, he's the police in your way, I'm alone in
5: the ocean, cause it's illegal to be served,
8: in
3: the U.S.A. 9, Nine eight, eight, 8, 7,
5: eight, seven, seven six, 6, 5, Mojo50.com. We built this city. Mm-hmm. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city.
1: And on Virginia's founding principles. We built Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. Richard is out today. He's sick, not feeling well. We covered your prayers for him. So drop him an email, Richard at the Leebrothers.com. Richard at the Lee I'm sure he'd love to hear from you there. He's had a tough year in and out. I feel like I've been a one-headed talk show this this uh, this year. It's been difficult. So thank, thanks for uh, prayers for Richard and your concerns. He appreciates them, by the way. Huge fan of people. Loves people. Who doesn't love people? Hey, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. What's for dinner? Crickets. This is the new wave that's coming. I'm telling you, check this out. Leebrothers.com. You'll see crickets are for dinner. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Great quote from Reagan. And uh, what's the new plantation looks like? That's that's pretty unbelievable, too, all at the Lee Brothers dot com the dot com I think Christmas is much brighter this year. One thing is because the election in November. I uh, I've had few elections in my lifetime that were more rewarding. I think the first one was probably when Trump beat Clinton. That was rewarding, but this one was much more personal because I think we were more involved in it and it was more intimate. We knew the people running and and uh, besides the uh, despise of Terry McAuliffe was probably no greater. <laughs> I, God said it's not okay to hate, but I have a list over here that I'm no I'm cat's Terrible thing to say. Joining me, uh, I think, is a fan of the election. Also, is the uh, president of the Family Foundation, Victoria Cobb. Victoria,
9: hey, thanks for having me. And yes, also a fan.
1: Also glad that we had the night that we had. I I bet Uh, Um, we
9: were excited.
1: Yeah, we we all were. And I I thought of you guys. Um, I think of you often. I obviously get your alerts, and and I appreciate your stance on so many of the issues that we deal with. And you sent out a new vision for Virginia top 10 of them. We'll go through them in a second. But this vision that you are presenting, it's actually maybe attainable in a lot of ways with the uh, trifecta win for us in Virginia. Is that how Family Foundation sees it?
9: Well, certainly it's still going to be an uphill battle, but we just really felt like it's important to lay out where are we going? You know, I think we all have seen the last few years the liberals have just dismantled everything that was good in our commonwealth. So we certainly know what we want to put back, but there needs to be something, there needs to be a guidepost. There has to be, uh, you know, collectively, how do we see the future? And I think that brings people along with you. So, yeah, we're hoping it's attainable. Um, Certainly, like I said, it's still a challenge because you have this 2119 uh, Democrat Senate, but yet you have uh, senators that are saying, yes, I'm for school choice. Yes, I'm for pro-life, but you still got to get it through those committees. So it's, it's far from done, but just to give folks a, a taste of what's on this, it's 10 principles, uh, ten, 10 pieces of hope, I would like to say. Um, just kind of an example, for example, you know, that the power and scope of government must be limited in order to preserve individual liberties. I think we've seen this crackdown of oppressive government over the last two years, and I think people are done with that. And so we want to kind of point in the right direction.
1: Is that, Victoria, is that, why you think people voted the way they did in Virginia? What's the what? What's your position? Why do you think the the state turned red?
9: Well, I do think there's this generic theme of freedom. I, I really I told somebody early on if Youngkin just ran on freedom because people saw freedom as evaporating in really key areas. You know things that were I mean you know freedom to not have to have uh, a vaccine or a or a mask or but business freedom, churches lost freedom under the last regime and so in some, in some ways it was that simple but then on the more specific parents rights was definitively the issue I think folks saw that and that came down to a number of things that were playing out in the schools uh, we saw it the year before so the pandemic started that because yep. moms were mad their kids weren't getting in-person education we actually knocked 86,000 doors for uh, the seventh congressional district the year before And really, that was Spamberger's seat. We were hoping to put in somebody new there. And that was, and that's our political arm. I should clarify that. But the the the, what we were saying is, oh, by the way, one of her top 10 donors is a teacher's union. And they're the people not letting your kids back in person. And that had a lot of staying power. And we got real close there. So then you fast forward a year, and now you've got critical race theory, and you've got these transgender guidelines. That were affecting every single school board in Virginia because every school board was supposed to adopt these. So at the Vanity Foundation, we just felt like this is the moment to really make sure that we're fighting back against this stuff. Yeah. We had no idea that our that our fighting back against the transgender model guidelines would have such an election impact. Yeah. We were focused on getting the getting the right environment in schools for our children, making sure that they have privacy rights, making sure we don't have disparate deception. And so we went into everywhere from Russell County, Southwest to, of course, Loudoun. Everybody knows about Loudoun, but Chesapeake and Louisa and all these places <laughs> trying to fight back. But, but sure enough, where parents got stirred up is where we saw incredible increases in the amount of Republican votes so, uh, over you know four years ago. Yeah,
1: we're talking with Victoria Cobb from the Family Foundation. Victoria, I could not agree with you more on your your your, the case you're making for why the state went red I mean I think people looked at COVID and looked at their freedom with their with their kids in schools and said I've had enough this and by the way this is what's pretty cool about this in my opinion and I think you agree is this isn't a a right left issue it's not even red blue it's like common sense Americans finally looked at this and went this is insane what are we doing we can't shut down people because of COVID we can't parents have a choice in their kids in school this is craziness
9: we have always felt that school choice, and that's just sort of a generic term for a lot of different policy proposals that that actually equalize educational opportunity for everybody. We've always felt that, that that crosses party lines. But now, what we found is parents finally saw what's going inside, going on inside of public schools, and they and they kind of went, "Wow, I right. can't." It, whether whether we get to ultimately school choice or not, I can't support what's happening here, and we've got to have a different, a different yeah. ideology governing how we do public education. And that was huge. And also, bottom line is, and, and it's going to keep going, because it, when parents start seeing what's going on in public school, it's like an onion. You just peel off a layer and you go, oh, this is not so good. And maybe you can get at that one thing. But then you, it's another layer and you go, oh, this is not, I mean, you could not believe the different kinds of things parents are encountering in their school system. We actually created something called the, the parent incident form. And the concept is, for People to sort of report what's going on inside the actual school building, and with the hope that when we discover several of these things in one area, we can really mobilize and fix it with the school board. Wait, 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 but hang on, it's on a second. Not one thing. You have a
1: reporting mechanism because I've had this happen with my own kids three yeah. or four times. How come I didn't know about this? I mean, I, I've got a list I can. Well, so it's how, a how do you find
9: initiative. it? Yeah, you. So on our website, you can go and find a parent, parent incident form, and basically, you go in, and we're just and we just open to give us feedback about what's going on. But yeah. what it allows us to do is say, okay, Harrisonburg, you know, I'm picking a random location, sure. for you, but, you yeah, know, X, Y, and Z is happening inside the school. We have three different form things. These three things, well, it gives you momentum, and you can put people together and build around these instances and actually go for these school board members that have allowed these things to happen with bad policy. I mean, Loudoun County wasn't one thing. They were already working on recalling a school board member before you even got to the actual assault coming out being public of that young girl because of a bad policy. They were already working on recalling that board member because bad policies produced Really unsafe environments Whoa. and and indoctrinated kids.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, Loudon County's got a bad rap. It's I used to live there. It's like everybody. Every time I'm outside this state, someone goes, "You live in Loudon County?" Like, <laughs> no. But it's not just Loudon County people. It's every it's counties all no. over the country are dealing with this stuff. Oh, uh, but,
9: I remind people of the transgender issue came out of Gloucester. That's right. That is not where you are in Virginia. It, a case would go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court and come back. That's... But some people have thought, I live in a rural area. My schools must be fine. And lo and behold, during the pandemic, they saw some things, and it just kind of kept unraveling from there.
1: So on your, uh, Victoria, on your vision for Virginia, by the way, you can find this, I'm sure, at familyfoundation.org, correct? Is that where yes. you can find it?
4: A, yes. a vision mm-hmm. for Virginia.
1: Number one on that list on, is on purpose, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm sure it is. Individual <laughs> freedom requires respect for human life at all stages, uh, beginning in the mother's womb. I, I I wanted to ask you about that, not only from a Virginia perspective, but also from a national's perspective and what's happened to the Supreme Court.
9: Yeah, I mean, obviously, we believe the right to life is the beginning. I mean, yes, it is first on our list on purpose. And you, you can't, none of the rest of this matters if we can't protect the right to life. So, yes, of course, we had this huge case on Wednesday. We were up at the Supreme Court, brought buses of folks up. Um, and and really, just a, an amazing momentum around outside the court. Just people praying, people excited that this moment is there. For, for some of us, it's really a historic moment because sure it is. if you've been in the pro life movement for for decades, this opportunity that the court is even reviewing Roe is. I mean, you didn't know when this was going to come, if it was going to come, and and just that we're there at that moment. But even afterwards, the feedback. I mean, the attorneys, the review of what happened inside that courtyard, a courthouse, is so strong people feel so good about the questions that were answered uh, asked and the way that the solicitor general from mississippi answered them there's a real belief that we could see some, some uh, an amazing outcome which could be the dismantling of roe they could finally say you know what states should have the right to protect the unborn if they if that's you know the direction of the state is that the only way to go
1: right right is that the only way you see it as a win though only if they rule that way how else no, could it be a win
9: no there's this partial wins. So, of course, we want to upend row, We want to, I mean, we want the whole enchilada. But there is sort of this idea of maybe the standard isn't viability, which is kind of what the court is using now. Yep. Maybe the standard is something less than viability uh, in, in, in weeks of, of life. So, you know, they could create a standard that says, okay, we're going to actually say fetal pain. Now, that's hard. That's probably unlikely because that's hard to measure. You know, doctors are not united on exactly when that happens. But, you know, that's the kind of thing. Or they could say, we're going to we're going to make a more reasonable undue burden test Um, because it's been this idea that you can't create an undue burden on women trying to have any access. But they have interpreted that to be uh, absolutely ridiculous. What what the burden, what the access is, they could they could there could be partial wins here. Yeah, I agree with you. Most people think that it will be a win of some type Um, and. A lot of what the justices are focused in on, and I hate to say this because we don't want this to be what they're focused in on, but they're thinking about the institution of the court, and they don't want this to look like it's a political caving to political pressures. But a lot of the arguments were, "Look, Roe was bad precedent. Of I know it was. you like the court to, to rely on precedent, but Roe was a case that was not decided well, and here's the reasons why. And guess what? When cases are not right, we have things like Plessy versus Ferguson. We have. We, oh, have been, we, we have do. cases that when we're, we're doing the wrong thing, we do overturn I, I precedent love, and we do yeah. correct
1: course. I always love the precedent argument. i, I use that as, my, as a kid. I use it all yeah. the time. Dad, it's precedent. I set precedent for my bad behavior. I can continue to do it. It's a precedent, right? So, I mean, only, yeah. only in courts is that allowed, but in the rest of the real world, this doesn't exist. Victoria, always a pleasure correct. speaking with you. I would, uh, I would encourage people to check this out at familyfoundation.org. Thanks for all you're doing, by the way. Good to talk to you.
9: Thanks for having me. Great to be on.
1: You bet. That's Victoria Cobb. She is a president of the Family Foundation. If a Richard was here, he'd say she's a truly great American. All right, coming up, uh, let's talk about what happened at the Supreme Court. Let's talk about abortion, even though we're told not to talk about it. That in 60 seconds. The Lee The Leebrothers.com.
3: Every Mojo50 show is available on demand at
4: mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
1: Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache. But not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages, and by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My pills to go. Find out more at mypillstogo.com. That's mypillstogo.com. My to go.com.
0: Their solutions are so powerful that we should consider allowing a co-presidency. The Lee brothers.
4: Oh come, oh come, amen. And the ransomed captive right
1: Merry Christmas from the Lee Brothers
4: That mourns in lonely exile here Speaking of
1: babies in the womb, born on Christmas Day
4: Until the Son of God
1: appear. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots I cranked that back up. Such a good song. Maybe we should just listen to that for the remaining show. <laughs> the leebrothers.com is how you can check us out. I've um the, the pro-life and abortion conversation has always been interesting to me. You know, uh, Richard and I have talked about when we found out that we were conservatives. I mean, we just didn't know. I mean, Richard and I grew up at the dinner table. We grew up with parents who uh, just instilled moral, productive, God-fearing principles. Uh, everything that seemed, quite honestly, not to quote Thomas Paine, but common sense. Then one day, we were interacting with some people, and we were talking about different principles and things are happening. One of them goes, you guys are conservatives. We're like, we're, excuse me? We're what? what is, what's that mean? Well, that means this, this, and this. Oh, well, I didn't know there was a label to be in. So pro, let me just get this straight. Being pro-life is conservative principle. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't know that. Actually, it was a default mechanism for me. It was a default position, which is why I'm always so conf- confused about the whole abortion argument. Why isn't everyone's default to pro-life? I, I just don't understand why the default is to assume that this mother is carrying nothing but an appendix that can be removed. I always thought that was strange. And I always thought, if you talk to the woman who's carrying a baby, no woman has ever identified the baby inside her in any other way than to say this is a baby. I just thought, That's why the argument is just weird to me. I've always thought it was strange. Now, I didn't think it was strange that there would be such things as a crisis pregnancy. I do believe that women get in a crisis pregnancy that is absolutely devastating to them. I've never understood that. And I can understand a a woman who is in a crisis pregnancy, never intended, the father's a dirtbag or whatever it is, to want to remove the entire problem, as they say. I understand that. But there is a certain part of our culture that should say, wow, it's pretty obvious that this is a fully formed, at 10 weeks you have feet and hands and everything. It seems radical to go the other way to the abortion route. Why is it radical to be pro-life? Why is that a radical position? And why is that so radical that you think government should protect life? That is the reason governments were instituted among men, if I may quote the Declaration of Independence. The reason governments instituted among men is to protect the rights the creator gave them. And one of those first things is life. Government's role is to protect life. So maybe to the left, the pro-life position isn't radical. Maybe to the left, the pro-lifer who wants government to uphold life is radical. <laughs> to which you say, wait a second. We have laws now that uphold life. It's really interesting to me. I always wanted to get in the mindset of the pro board and try to dig deeper and try to find out if there's any agreement. And I've always asked the, the pro boards, I always say, can we agree on one thing? And I would add, if you're pro-abortion, I would ask the simple question of you. Can we agree on one thing, that we want less abortions? And nearly every single time I've asked that question, it is unanimous. They come back and say, yes, Scott, I want less abortions. To which my follow-up question would be, why? Why does the pro-abort want less abortions? Because inherently, in our soul, as human beings, we know it's not right. We know that it should be upheld. We know that government has a role in protecting life. We know that in our being. But outside of that, we've always been a creature that would easily discount what we know to be right Course, either a sake of convenience, because we're blinded, we're a blinded people that would rather be blind and listen to fallacy and 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 lies to make ourselves feel better. But in our heart, we know what is right. This case in front of the Supreme Court really comes down to just three major things: uh, is there enough reason to overrule Roe, and when is a baby viable? I think this is a great conversation has a people. And should the right to decide abortion legislation be given back to the states, which is constitutional? These are the things that we will argue about, and we'll we'll find out what the Supreme Court says. But what I find unbelievably appalling is the response from their pro-aborts. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweeted this out. Remember that Brett Kavanaugh still remains credibly accused of sexual assault on multiple accounts. Okay. She goes on to say, yet the court is letting him decide on whether to legalize forced birth in the U.S. No recusal. Forced birth? Now we've got forced birth. Her way she, but here's what she's saying. Since Kavanaugh was accused of this, sexual assault... He can't rule on whether life is viable or not. He can't rule on th- how insane is that? I mean, that's like it's almost as bad when you say forced birth, would, was when Barack Obama said this I don't want them punished with a baby. Man, who thinks that way? Can you imagine a president saying that or anybody saying that? I don't want them punished with a baby. Punished? So now b- giving birth is punishment? Punished with a baby. I don't want them punished with a baby. <laughs> The way you say it's important.
3: I don't want them punished with a baby. (laughs) This
1: is insane. Of course, then you have uh, Whippy Goldberg this week who said this.
7: Do any of you men have
1: any? Okay, so first of all, I got to stop it. Any of you men? What do you mean? Men can't help decide when life is? Wait, was the man there at conception of life? And men can't have a comment. I always found this interesting, but please go ahead, Whoopi
7: do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus how dare you talk about what a fetus wants you have no idea
1: you imagine the audacity of that how dare you talk about what a human being wants on their deathbed let's put them to death anyway they're brain dead let's kill them wow Whoopi, we can't even agree on on when life is to where we can all rally around protecting it. How dare we say the fetus has rights? Listen to what she's saying. Because we're a man? Talk about what a fetus wants. You have no idea. We don't know what, we have no idea what a fetus wants. By the way, it's called a baby, but go ahead.
7: Now, I'm, I'm fine if you disagree with abortion. I have no problem with that. Oh, you're not. My problem comes when you tell me what I need to do with my doctor and my family. How dare you? How dare you?
1: How dare the government uphold life? How radically inconsistent are these people? Pray for good decisions. Pray for the morality of the country and that this thing comes and goes and that, that we agree with God, but maybe God, or not that, uh, that God is not um, neutral in it is my point there. So horribly stated. It's Lee Brothers, 60 seconds, leebrothers.com.
3: High-capacity, fully automatic. Large-caliber. Freedom. Mojo 5
4: Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique
1: smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420BourbonBowl.com, 420BourbonBowl.com, 420 bourbonbowlcom dot com. and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio.
0: Richmond's example of radio as the Founding Fathers intended, the Lee Brothers.
1: Look well, Reagan said. It's a little hypocritical to be for abortion now that you're born. All the people that have the stories of a mother, a young teenage mother gave them birth and now they're making an amazing impact in our culture are, are unlimited. We are cheap in life when we allow abortion like that. By the way, Sotomayor, who is a, uh, was, I think she was a Supreme Court pick by Clinton, and we were radically against it then, even talked about how pain, if the, if the child can feel pain in the womb, it's still not reason to think that it's life. She actually said something very similar to that in the, um, in the uh, debates yesterday at the court building. That's incredible. So pain is not evidence that this thing lives. The thing that it feels pain—that's not evidence of it. You know, imagine a Supreme Court justice now saying it's perfectly fine to have pain of a baby in the womb, and then for the government to sanction its execution—that is frightening in my heart, and I trust that it will be for you too as you begin to grapple with these issues. And I, for one, am glad that we're grappling with them. Let's have the debate about these things. It is good and healthy, and return this debate to the states where it belongs. And that's just a kind of a radical opinion, but it's one that is accurate and consistent with the founders. All right, coming up, Amanda Chase says uh, the Democrats cheated. We'll talk to that state senator. And Santa shortage is as short as a shortage of Santas. Librados
0: Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee and the Lee brothers.
1: So let me get this straight. We have a Santa shortage? How many Santas are there? I thought there was one. Now we have a lot of them? Apparently we got a shortage of them. Richmond schools are failing because of segregation. Really? This is, this gotta stop. We'll cover that coming up. And the state senators claiming Democrats cheated. Amanda Chase is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, Richard Lee is not here. He's sick. He's out for, uh, for this show. He'll be back next week. It's been a tough, tough year on him. I think I've done more shows without him than with him, which, by the way, is painful to me. Very painful. of like my root canal at the beginning of the week. That kind of painful. Except it's in my heart. It's in my heart that hurts deeply. Richard appreciates your prayers. You can send him a, a quick email at Richard richardattheleebrothers.com. He would love to hear from you. Richard at theleebrothers.com. All right, coming up in the show, I, I, we've got to share the, uh, the Santa shoulders with you because it's critical. It's unbelievable. And um, Philip Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizens Defense League will join us to talk about a strange term you may not have heard, ghost guns. As if that makes it even more scary. And I understand they also make ghost other products other than guns. They make ghost furniture. They make ghost pianos. They make ghost baseball bats. In other words, someone in their garage is making these things. And we must stop all ghost things. All ghost things must stop. The um, WRIC, which I believe is a, uh, a TV station, although I don't watch TV, said uh, after claiming Democrats were cheating ahead of the November 2 election, State Senator Manda Choice has yet to share proof that i think articles like this are designed to be hit pieces they're not really designed to make you even click on them quite frankly joining me right now is in fact state senator amanda chase hey mr chase
8: wonderful it is so good to be on your show to both of you both my brothers and you know i i miss the days when i had a radio show right after yours and i got to see y'all every week it was a lot of fun
1: i remember those days that was fun you were always so joyful fun. and triumphant. What was the deal? You are always <laughs> smiling and hugging, and it's always good.
8: Well, you know, especially now after Thanksgiving, I am so thankful to see Virginia going red. And you know what? Um, you're exactly right, and I will double down. I, you know, any any person that voted in Virginia, and, and actually not just Virginia, but across the country, is, I'm now the chairwoman of the National Election Integrity Caucus. I'm talking legislators and people across the country who either themselves it happened to them or it happened to someone that they went to cast a vote in 2020 and the the, uh, election official said someone's already cast your vote we saw it in california we saw it across the country and you know i had a lot of constituents that reached out to me as well and said um what are you going to do about it and I'm all about solutions. And, uh, I kept my promise after the convention. I flew across the country to Arizona and to South Dakota, to Texas, Pennsylvania, uh, South Carolina, Florida, uh, getting answers. And, and I did, and, um, I did get those answers. And I, and I met with a lot of um, experts, data scientists, military experts across the country. And, um, and, and, Let's just say in Virginia, and not just Virginia, but across the country, we, we have a problem. With The guardrails have been taken off of our elections. In Virginia, it started in 2020 when the Democrats took away photo ID, which, by the way, I plan to put back in this year. Yeah, I saw that. I'm actually introducing 15 bills of, uh, just on election integrity are going to be dedicated to restoring and putting those guardrails back on our elections. You know, we should not have to worry about a chain of custody over a ballot box. It's, it's like a mailbox, but nobody's watching it. Right. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, are you charging? Never.
1: Are you charging that there is mass fraud, or there's actually a deceptful attempt to cheat by Democrats?
8: So, what I'm going to tell you is this: you know, the Democrats say prove it right? Everybody says, prove it. And here's what I say. You know, the only state in the country that has actually had a full forensic audit is Arizona. And so Arizona, in Arizona, we saw duplicate ballots. We saw copied ballots. We saw duplicate ballots. We saw files deleted. Um, You know, we have various states across the country who are doing canvassing and all those things. But listen, make no mistake. We have to have a full forensic audit, not a risk limiting audit. That's a fake audit. Uh, one ballot out of the county of Amelia of 13,000 people is not a legit audit. It's, it's fake. <laughs> Talk about fake audit, fake news, and fake audit. Anytime I hear risk limiting audit, um, as you would say, I puke um, because it's, <laughs> it's a fake audit. <laughs>
1: Who would say that? That is pretty good. What are you? How well do you know the Lee brothers, I, by the I way? I knew it. <laughs> That's so we funny.
8: need a full a full forensic audit. We need to not just pick one ballot out of thousands. We need to count every ballot, and we need to inspect the quality of the ballot. We need to take a look at the machines. We need to look at the poll book, all of these things.
1: So there's, and, I don't um, think there's any doubt. That, I don't think there's any doubt. We're talking with State Senator Amanda Chase. I don't think there's any doubt that people agree mainly with your points here. Yeah, we need to make sure our elections are are fair legitimate real and protected but it's another statement entirely to say that there is a complete massive unbelievable uh cheating involved purposely so i guess what people are saying is where's that evidence where you can say right there look they brought in 10,000 ballots stuck them in the thing and off they went that's what people think Mm -hmm. in their mind
8: so here's what i say: show me the audit and i'll show you what you're looking for so um Arizona was able to do it. I think every state across the country should be able to do it. We're doing that as the National Election Integrity Caucus. We're saying, "You want to see the fraud? Show me the audit." And so we are. La. The people actually are, and including those of us legislators who see election integrity as one of the most important aspects and of our our republic, um, is the ability to have confidence in, in your in sure. the voting that takes place. Yeah. What's this? So, by the um, way, what's this? Uh, so,
1: what's this caucus name again? What is this thing called? What is it what is called it? the
8: National National Election Integrity Caucus, and it's formed of about 150. We're almost to 200 legislators who are part of it. We have a regular meetings uh, virtually um, every two weeks or so to share legislation. But we are moving forward. We're taking a look at what happened in Arizona. We're taking our cues from that, and we're taking a look. For instance, I'm, I'm introducing legislation that says if you're going to mail in a ballot, you better have it notarized. And by the way, um, in addition to that, you need to have a reason to vote, have a mail-in ballot. And you need to be the one that actually requests it. It can't be sent by a third party. Yeah,
1: those are great ideas, by the way. Uh, You're not talking about absentee ballot because absentee doesn't need a... You're talking about mail-in ballots, which is radically different.
8: Mail-in ballots. That's exactly right. You should have to have a reason to mail in a ballot. You should have a signature on file. You should actually um, have to have a signature on file and also to have a notary to sign it. If you're going to mail in a ballot, you know, we have 45 days in Virginia and I think people enjoy the convenience of being able to vote in person ahead of election. I mean, people have busy lives and yeah, that one yeah. day I is had to do it. probably yeah. not sufficient. I mean, you travel around the, around the country and, and, you know, other people do as well. We have busy lives. We have kids, uh, we have kids who are in college. You know, you and I both have a lot of kids that were in college and they're all graduated. But it was very convenient when they would come home to college from college to be able to vote in person. Our yeah. youngest son is at Liberty, and uh, he was able. To, I'm all for voting in person with an ID, and anything that we can do sure. to maximize that and minimize. So, so why?
1: This- I would imagine, and I'm just there's got to be some. The thing is about this article I read in the beginning, and just listening, people are upset with you about this. Why are they so upset with you doing this? Why why is there seem to be such hate for Amanda Chase and voter integrity? It's like this negative. I don't I don't get it.
8: Well, I don't get it either because really it should be a bipartisan issue. We want fair, honest elections, and really the honest people, the grassroots people, they want it. You know, I work for the people. I don't work for politicians, and I've been known to tick off a few for uh, speaking the truth. But you know, I'm with the people. That's you know, that's who I'm listening to, and they want a full forensic audit. They they want to get to the bottom of what happened in 2020. And listen, we, we we may not overturn an election. We may not put Donald J. Trump back in office, but we can certainly learn what happened in 2020 and make sure it never happens again. I, I love Glenn Yonkin, and he's going to do a great job as governor. But how many candidates do you know have millions of dollars to hire attorneys and oversight which is what we had in this year's election. We had tremendous oversight that we haven't had in, in years past. And it really takes tremendous resources to pull that off. And thank God uh, our governor-elect Glenn Youngkin has those types of resources and was able to pull it off. Kudos Do you to think him. they
1: were cheating to try to win the election? Do you think that it would have happened without that?
8: I do. I, and I know that they were targeting multiple counties in in Virginia and we gave that information over to the Youngkin campaign and, and Glenn has a had an election integrity team on his campaign that I worked very closely with and uh, they had all the information that I collected traveling across the country. We've worked together on that why didn't and you, uh, it, is, it is a real thing.
1: Why didn't you turn it over to the Attorney General? <laughs>
8: Which, which attorney general? Do we have an attorney general? <laughs>
1: I'm
8: sorry. Did I say that out loud?
1: <laughs> you did? It's um, quite all- odd. You, you mean, you Governor,
8: mean- uh, are you talking about the attorney general elect, Jason Mayeris? No, yes, he is going to get a full briefing. Let's talk
1: about Mark Harris. We,
8: we haven't had a real attorney general in a really long time. I Man. think Cuccinelli was the last one. Well, um, there's no one doubt that. Anyone that's a law and order attorney general? Uh, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I've been talking about election integrity since November of 2020, and it's not until the week prior to the election when they knew they were going to lose that suddenly the attorney general currently uh i think it's what's his name mark Hearing or mark. something like that um <laughs> decided that he was going to take interest in my uh in my report that i have and by the way it's not just my report so let be I, I want to give full credit to where full credit is due we have the most amazing team uh, made up of individuals and experts across the state of Virginia and beyond. Retired military, intelligence community, data scientists. I mean, these are the top of the top. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, you listen, if, if, when we give this report and we've met with uh, the minority leader staff before, the average person, it's, it's going to be way over their head, so we're going to have to translate it into uh, common common language so people can understand what happened and my bills are going to address that so um, i want the people to know what happened and we're going to address a lot of the issues that i saw in my 15 bills that are coming up and whenever those bills come up you'll hear the evidence so you'll hear
1: what do you think when people say amanda chase is a conspiracy nut
8: Well, you know how I feel about what other people think. Um, <laughs> I'm all about the truth. Right. And uh, I just say I consider my source. You know, if you're on the right side of transparency and doing what's best for we the people and making sure that every legal vote matters, the, the grassroots that I talk to every day, this is their top yep. important issue. That, you know, the only be. people who don't like integrity are... are <laughs> You know, I really don't, don't care what they think, just like. to be perfectly honest. People that so. don't
1: like integrity. There's a whole list of them. I won't go through the names. Um, uh, Amanda, yeah. great, great talking with you, as always. Uh, I appreciate your stance. And, I mean, even if someone were to say, Amanda Chase is a conspiracy theory. Well, okay, fine. Let's say you are a conspiracy. Pro- but what is she pushing for in legislation? What's wrong with that? Look at the legislation and and then argue those specific points. So, good luck in uh in this new government that you're gonna have in January. I'm excited to see you work, so thanks for your time.
8: Well, people can follow our bills if they go to amandachaseforcongress.com and they can follow our bills there. They can obviously donate online. We have a big deadline, December the 31st at midnight. Uh, we, gosh, it's, it's so hard to raise money for a congressional campaign because of all the limitate, limits. So, um, but it's a huge opportunity for grassroots candidates like me to excel we had over 13,000 donations in our in our governor's race, raising almost a million dollars. And, and you know, in this race for Congress, you know, I'm really looking forward to taking the 7th Congressional District back, running against Abigail Spanberger. Uh, we held that seat for over, was it 47 years? Yeah, right. And uh, I plan to take it back. Yeah. I plan to take it back. So go to amandatasteforcongress.com.
1: You your go. biggest
8: donation. Show us the love.
1: And, um... <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good talking with you. Good luck in that campaign, and uh, we'll we'll be in touch for sure. Thanks, Amanda.
8: All right. God
10: bless. Thank um, you, God,
1: God bless you. Thank you. That is the state Senator Amanda Chase from Chesterfield, right outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. And if Richard was here, he would say she's a truly great American. All right, um, the Leebrothers.com, more Santa. What are we short on Santas? Let's talk about that in 64 and a half seconds. The Leebrothers.com, the
3: Leebrothers.com.: The radio revolution. Mojo 5.:
1: Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 bourbon bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, bow com. and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio.
4: Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
0: In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee brothers. I'm
1: going to pound that into my head. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, I know it's Christmas. The theme song to one of my favorite movies. By the way, I saw in the uh, Richmond Times this batch just uh, came out with this Christmas classic guide of movies. As if the Richmond Times-Dispatch you knows what is good for you to watch on Christmas. You can trust the Lee brothers now. We have a very good taste in that. Actually, I was kind of impressed with their list. It was uh, it was probably in line with what I would say because the number one movie in their guide was Elf. I thought that was outstanding. It's one of the, the best Christmas movies. I enjoy Will Farrell in that tremendously, and I'm sure many of you do also. Then this this other movie called Jingle Jangle. I've not... I've not seen this uh, this this movie, but it uh, it appears to be um, actually entertaining. It's brand new on Netflix. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. It looks interesting. Home Alone was number three on their list. Home Alone. Who doesn't like Home Alone? It's classic. Die Hard is number four. Now, here's the argument, right? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Nobody, I'm pretty convinced this, nobody would say, let's watch a Christmas movie and put Die Hard in. Nobody says, let's watch a Christmas movie and then put Die Hard on their streaming service. That's not a Christmas movie. Oh, sure, it was set during the Christmas time. It's got a Christmas song in it here and there. It's certainly not a Christmas movie. That's where Times Dispatch goes wrong there. Miracle on 34th Street, cute movie, great movie, super. Dealing with Santas that are in high demand. A Wonderful Life, who doesn't watch that every Christmas and enjoy it? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Just saying in general. Okay, thank you. Got that one. Yep. Okay, thanks. I don't need do that. Always a good one. Um, kiss Kiss Bang Bang. No clue what that is. Sounds horrible. Uh, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Fat Man. I, uh, my, my, uh, my, my boys and I watched Fat Man last year. Fat Man is about Santa. It's Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. And I got to tell you, the movie's kind of, it's, it's, it, I did not enjoy the movie at all. It wasn't, it's more like, a, it was a dark sense of it. But um, it it's interesting if you don't want to be Christmatized, but you want to kind of see something during Christmas and you don't want it to be all Christmassy. You can see that one. Uh, and then Claws, which is a new Netflix movie, uh, that's the list there at the uh, Richmond Times Dispatch. So not not a bad uh, decision on those guys to put that stuff in there. Um, Santa is uh, facing a shortage, and it's mainly because of COVID. COVID is impacting everything. Now in impacts Santa. Santa does, now, we all know that the Santas you see in the mall and the Santas that you see in all these places are only working for the real Santa. They're not the real Santa. I mean, everyone knows that, right? Children in certain areas of the United States may not be able to tell Santa what they want for Christmas this year. Where there's no mail? In my day, we went, we mailed a letter. Now you got to sit on his lap? I mean, what, are we supposed to feel bad about this? This is the worst crisis of our country? I, I, I don't know that it's the worst part of, of our country. What are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? Is this Biden's fault too, the shortage on Santa's?
3: What are we doing? What are we doing?
1: Uh, those who want to see Santa should also be ready for safety protocols, mask mandates, and social distancing as you sit on Santa's lap. Puke. It's never going away. We're stuck. We're stuck in the crazy COVID cycle because there are people dedicated to it, and now it's hurting Santas across the country. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com.
3: Happily promoting the four Fs. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo 5 Do you want a unique experience, a unique
1: smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 BourbonBowl.com, 420-BourbonBowl, dot com and tell them you heard it on
4: Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
0: The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys.
1: What is, um, what's a black Christmas? Are we really taking this thing too far, don't you think? Black Christmas now. So Black Lives Matter, the Global Network Foundation, you know, the one that pushes all this radicalness on us, makes us look at race when it's not. And see, again, I'll say it said a thousand times. America's not racist. You aren't racist. Your neighbor's not racist. Racism exists in two places, in politics and the media. That's it. That exists in America. And in Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter put out a, uh, a post on Black Friday. It said, skip the Black Friday sales and buy exclusively from Black-owned businesses. Now, I always read something like this, and I just replace the word Black-owned businesses with white-owned businesses. Imagine somebody saying, don't buy from anyone but a white-owned business. It would be preposterous. It'd be wrong, just as wrong as this is. Are you telling me I'm only supposed to look at the color of the owner's skin before I make a decision on what to buy? What kind of racist would anyone be if they did that? It's wrong. You think that's helping the cause of America or hurting it? They went further. Move your money out of white corporate banks that finance. White corporate banks? Where's that? Do we know white corporate banks? Where's a white corporate bank? And by the way, are there black people working in any of these banks or they're just all white? Is that it? Okay. Move your money out of the white corporate banks and open accounts with black-owned banks. Again, look at the color of their skin because there's a white bank out there and we have to be very careful with white banks. Black banks are good. Black banks are what we want to work with. Then they even continued. White supremacist capitalism. Uses policies to profit, to protect profits and steal black lives. Really? Man, these people are sick. Where are they seeing this stuff? This is disastrous. And by the way, white supremacist capitalism. Is there a black capitalism that's better? Apparently, apparently there is. What, what is wrong with the heart of a human being that would begin every conversation, begin every detailed shop and look at the color of someone's skin before they do anything that used to be that used to be mocked and impugned and you were called a racist if you thought that now it's applauded and called black christmas and put out on the websites all over the place and we're supposed to applaud that that's a, that's a sick world we're living in a sick sick world i just don't i just don't get it Maybe I'm missing something when it comes to Black Lives Matter. Is it that? It's it's more than simply just living your life, right? No, it's this is racism. Pure and simple. So remember, judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Al passe! How old is that? Coming up. Richmond Public Schools says they suck because of segregation. Really? They're bad because of the color of the skin. Again, that whole story? That, dead ahead. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com.
3: The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in
4: 1776. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
5: Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too check it out today at mypills2go.com that's mypills the number 2 go.com my pills the number 2 go.com a dose guardian company
3: life liberty and the pursuit of mojo mojo 50
6: the federal leviathan consumes nearly 25% of the entire economy and gobbles up whole industries the federal government's now the nation's largest creditor debtor, lender, employer, consumer, contractor, grantor, property owner, tenant, insurer, healthcare provider, and pension guarantor. So much for limited government.
3: mojo50.com
4: Yep, this paddleboarder was arrested after refusing to get out of the water
0: in Malibu. If you go out on the ocean
4: across the USA and you're wearing a swim shirt cause of your scrawny Uh, weight Well, well, you just might know the police in your way I'm alone in the ocean cause
5: it's illegal to be served, in
8: the
10: USA
3: mojo five oh <laughs> we built this city on
10: rock and
4: roll.
1: Built this
4: city
1: Yes we did We
5: built this city on Rock
1: after the bottom of the hour outside the capital of the commonwealth of virginia the lee brothers my name is scott lee my co-host my friend and my brother sitting in my left sometimes my far left
4: Say it
5: is richard lee. lee of course
1: he's out today a little uh sick under the weather not feeling well uh but uh, he will be back next week he promised me and he is a great American. Richard at the Leebrothers.com is how you reach him, and he would love to hear from you. Richard at theleebrothers.com. And speaking of Leebrothers.com or Mojo50.com, the home of some amazing libertarian talk radio, the best ever, mojo50.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, it takes you directly to our page where you have this, this future. Leebrothers.com, click on the crickets are our future. Here, here's a little bit of it if you haven't heard it
0: about
7: 15 million crickets in this room. Here, they'll live out their lives freely until they're transformed into food.
1: Food? Crickets turned into food? Uh, for who, by the way?
7: Most of these crickets will be milled into a powder that can be used like flour.
1: Mm. It's good. You can't even taste the cricket. Can't even taste a cricket.
7: Or you can snack on them whole like chips.
10: Mm. She literally
1: this put a cricket flavor. in her mouth and ate it. Now don't don't think this is uh, not happening. This is exactly the world the left wants you to have. Crickets as food, it's sustainable. Scott, cows aren't farting into the gut, ga- and this is absurd. I never thought there would be a time. You know, if you're eating insects, it's bad. You, we've got a problem. You know, we can't feed the world if you're eating insects. I mean, you're eating insects. That's the last thing you do. These people are farming crickets to be eaten by humans. That is sick. I don't care what planet you're on, especially this planet. Maybe other planets acceptable, but not this planet. Not now. Not ever. Thank God. By the way, that's LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. You can see that video and puke. Make you sick. It's about three minutes long. Is that how long it is? A little longer than that. It's awful. Horrible. And then a great Reagan quote, and of course, the new plantation, all at the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Richmond Public Schools Has uh, been failing the kids there for as long as I've been here, over twenty-two years in Richmond. No, forever, forever. The last twenty-two years, I can remember thinking about it, but Richmond Public Schools haven't been good ever in my lifetime. And the reason why is because apparently, according to Jason Kamras, they're segregated. Now, this is uh, scholars routinely find that minority students attending racially segregated schools perform worse academically. Really? That's the stat they come up with. So they go into racially segregated schools. And by the way, they're not segregated on purpose. It's the way it works. So let's just take this article and bust it down. Richmond Public Schools are mainly black students, okay? They're mainly black students. So they're segregated, and they perform worse because of that. So they need white people? Is that what I'm understanding in this article? They need more white people. I thought white people were bad. We just read from Black Lives Matter. They don't want any white businesses. So which is it? You left. You need to figure this thing out. Either white people are bad or white people are good. The fact is they're neither, and it has no no bearing on education anymore then a white person who doesn't have any black people around him can't learn. Jason Cameron said this. I mean, the facts are the facts. We are not a very integrated school system. In fact, we're the most segregated school system in Virginia and the country, and that's concerning. Why? Why aren't you concerned about grades? You're concerned about the color of somebody's skin? Is that what I'm understanding? If we, 10 years from now, are as white as we are today... We will have failed as a university in our country. <laughs> it's insane. What world are we living in? I, I, I can't even fathom the idiocy of this. And, of course, that was a university president somewhere saying, we've failed if we're as white as today. I mean, what is going on? Now it's the other way. You know, Now we're told we don't want white people. We have a place in UVA, which is a safe environment, they call it, that white people aren't allowed So, Jason Kamras, get your story straight. You're a big leftist. You're an Obama administrative guy. Come on, what's the problem here? Is it it white people or not? Apparently, it's white people. Cameras goes on to say, I think the quickest way to solve all the problems of public education is to pass a law that can't be passed. He means it's impossible to force all parents living in Richmond right now to send their kids to the city public schools. That's actually an idea they had. I want to force people. Yeah, it's called forced busing. They did this. But they actually think, they actually think in their mind, if they could get their way, they would force this, not let people choose, let markets work. See, this is how government elitists think, the educrats of our time. They can, tra- you don't know what to do with your kids. The reason you're not sending your kids to the school because they're black. That's not it at all. The reason people aren't sending their kids to the Richmond public schools is very, very simple. They suck. They're horrible. They don't teach. It's propaganda garbage. That's why. I mean, the first thing Jason Cameron saw to do is admit his schools suck and to allow parents choice. They don't want to send their kid to a crappy school. They shouldn't be forced to do so. But only in America do we live in that rule. You wouldn't put up with a failing grocery store. If you moved into a neighborhood and they said, hey, this is the grocery store you go to, you go, excuse me? And I'd say, no, 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 this is the grocery store in your district. you go, what do you mean in my district? I can go to any grocery store I want. Well, you really can't. This is the grocery store in your district. You know why we don't have failing grocery stores? Because no one goes there. You know why we have failing public schools? Because they're forced to go there. We shouldn't even have failing schools. Failing schools shouldn't even exist. You know why they exist? Because they're forced to exist. Government mandates it. They shouldn't exist. The dollars ought to be tied to the kid. Give these kids in the public education system in Richmond vouchers. Go to any school you want. Then you can put them in any school. And you can put them in a school based upon the color of their skin, Jason Cameron. said, that's what you think. Cameras Cameras goes on to say this. This guy, by the way, is a superintendent of the Richmond Public Schools, makes $250,000 a year Why the kids fail. I'll tell you what, I would tie the kids' succession to this guy's pay. Instead, he gets a car allowance, I'm sure he gets a housing allowance, and a quarter million dollars. What a job. Here's what he said, quote, Emotions run high. When you're talking about kids and parents are thinking about their future, I think there are a lot of perceptions rooted unconsciously here we go or not in stereotypes that are very hard to overcome no jason cameras nobody wants to send their kid to the failing school if your schools worked and they were good and they educated kids i promise you parents would send their kids there regardless of the color of their skin regardless of the color of their skin
3: what are we doing
1: yeah what are you doing jason cameras what are you doing Are you trying to start some kind of race war or something? Make your schools worthy of going there and you'll have people come. Many white protesters had threatened this outcome. If busings were ordered, they'd pull their kids from the school district. Why? Because they're black? No. If you force my kid to go to a failing school, I'd pull them too. Parents aren't stupid. And they're not racist, Jason Kamras, as much as you think they are all these white racists that you want to surround all these kids with, the other little white, white racist kids. It makes no sense. You talk out of both sides of your mouth. You say you want white kids in your school, and then you trash the white parents. Unbelievable. Where else do you want to go with this? Here, listen to this. White parents resist to the changes in the student population at their neighborhood schools, and the idea of busing their children elsewhere pulled their children from the public schools in droves again attack the precious white people as if they were doing it because the color of skin. These people are so blinded by insanity-like race that they think parents really care about the color of skin. They do not. No parent living in Richmond is concerned about their kids and their friend's kid's skin color. It's not happening. There, there is a systematic problem, and it's not racism. It's a breakdown of the families in Richmond. A lot of these kids are raised by their grandparents, their their single-parent homes. And, of course, in those areas, the schools suck. And yet we have politicians who like that. Oh, no, they like it. Jason Kamras loves this idea that he gets to run a group of failing schools no matter how they perform, and he still gets a massive paycheck. If Jason Kamras had to compete against Chesterfield, Henrico, and Hanover for schools... Jason Kamras would have to be good. His schools would have to be good. Right now, Jason Kamras' schools can suck, and he doesn't care. He, oh, he acts like he cares. He blames white parents for not putting their kids. He thinks actually segregations is why his kids are failing. No. Intellent school choice. If Jason Kamras cared about the kids in his district, he'd be in front of the General Assembly demanding these kids have a choice in school. They're failing the kids. These kids have no choice. They go to these crappy schools because government tells them. That's not freedom. It's not liberty. It's a horrible sentence that somehow we've allowed to happen, that there are those lines that are drawn around schools that doesn't happen in any other part of a market. Nothing else operates like the schools. We don't have districts drawn around hospitals. You can only go to this hospital. You can go to any hospital you want. But imagine being told that, and yet we find it acceptable in our schools. And the left blames segregation? This article from the Richmond Times-Dispatch is so full of garbage, it's unbelievable how bad they miss it. Then you have a first-grade teacher that boasts about sexuality to first-graders. First-graders. And we're not even sure if this teacher is biologically female or male. The teacher who goes as Nalo, that's how the teacher relates Nalo, Professor Nalo as they uh, as they want the students to call them. not Mrs. or Mr because that that's way too 1950s. <laughs> it's too normal. Not Mr. or Mrs, but Professor Nalo. Nalo said this, quote, my students call me Professor Nalo because I prefer not to use Mrs. or Mr. in my classroom. I teach all subjects as a first grade teacher, but my favorite moments are always when my students ask me about my queerness. Yeah, no, don't you worry about your children or don't you worry about an agenda from the LGBT community to convert a first grader to. Queerness. This is my greatest joy as a teacher when I get asked about my queerness. This teacher should be fired immediately. What happened to the innocence of our children? You imagine trying to explain to a one-year-old what gay sex looks like? The he- or a first grader, that is. Not a one-year-old. A first grader. What that is? What is queerness if it's not that? Explain queerness. How do you explain, Mrs. Professor Nalo? To a first grader, your queerness. How do you explain that? Disgusting. And we allow that, and we just chalk it up. Well, that's just a choice. Well, I'll tell you what. Take your choice somewhere else. First graders don't need to hear that. And you wonder why our homeschooling and private schools exploded, especially since COVID. This is ridiculous. This is not, we don't have a problem that can't be solved with choice. Segregation. This kind of indoctrination, wow. The left has the schools. You need to recognize that. All right, coming up, Philip Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. If we can get him, I think he's traveling. We're going to try to get him and talk about the scary ghost guns. That in 68.7 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com.
3: TheLeeBrothers.com. Every Mojo Five O show is available on
4: demand at mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more.
1: you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into labeled packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go Find out more at mypills2go.com. That's mypills2go.com. Mypills2go.com.
0: Their solutions are so powerful that we should consider allowing a co presidency. The Lee brothers.
4: Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel.
0: It's a great song.
4: And the ransom captive is
1: So I got a ghost gun on my list. Is that a good idea? <laughs> that lonely I love it. T- crank this up. Exile it's a great song. All right, I can't listen to that. Although I could listen the rest of the show to it. It's quite uh, quite good. Ghost guns are on somebody's list. Those those ghost guns are hard to see. You know, they're they're like vapors that flow back and forth. And I, it is the strangest way to define a firearm. So joining me right now to discuss that is the president. Of the Virginia Citizens Defense League. We're huge fans of this organization because it's signs all over the studio. VCDL.org. The president is Philip Van Cleve. He joins me now.
10: Hey, uh, you know, what, who's not afraid of a ghost?
1: <laughs> the left is amazing, Philip. How do they get a hold of this conversation? I know you saw this 14 year old girl was shot and killed by her brother in uh, Georgia and, uh, by a ghost gun. And most people who read that. Go, we got to stop the ghost guns, Philip. We got to stop them.
10: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We were. I was thinking about a lot of this stuff where they just throw this terminology out there, and because the press is a dog of the gun control and people like Bloomberg, they they just keep repeating this stuff mindlessly, and uh, eventually people start to assume it's a real name that, that really has something connected to it, as opposed to just pure vapor.
1: What is a ghost gun?
10: A homemade gun. That's what it really is. A homemade gun. People have been able to make guns at home since before this was a country. <laughs> and I'm appalled. Been an issue. Uh, yeah, yeah, make a gun at home. Who would think? And uh, that's exactly what it is. So, uh, But uh, those statists that want to make sure that all guns are uh, able to be traced, as if tracing is going to stop a crime, tracing is done, after a crime, there's already a dead body laying there, and now they're going to do the trace. So it's a little late. Uh, you may catch the guy that did it, but you're not going to save the life. Well, uh, there's not tracing,
1: but there's not tracing now. I mean, there's I have, I have a firearm now. It's got uh, ID on it, the whole thing. It's not. No one's tracing that gun.
10: Right, right. Yeah, it would only be traced after a crime, and the crime's over, uh, you know, at that point. And usually... Uh the gun that's used by criminals is typically stolen anyhow. So ghost gun, no ghost gun, uh um, it's usually not going to be traceable to the person that actually pulled the trigger. Pretty rare.
1: Right. Exactly. So I I, I know you would have uh, something to say about the folly of the ghost gun, and I know you deal with this at V C D L and and uh, all the arguments. How how in um how big of an election did we just have in Virginia for those who uh, appreciate gun rights?
10: Well, this was, this was very, very big. We can uh, now we can hopefully begin the path of starting to turn around some of this stuff, try to put us back on a, a path of liberty again. Uh, so you know, we got a lot of things we want to accomplish. For one thing, it, it also narrowed the margins in the Senate. Uh, the Senate isn't up for election for two more years. But now that the, uh, lieutenant governor position is in, in the hands of somebody that honors and respects the Constitution, um, that's, that changes, you know, again, the Democrats have a one vote margin, but before, because of the Lieutenant Governor, uh, Fairfax, they had a two vote margin effectively because he could break a tie. He had to convince two Democrats, uh, to go so that there was no tie. And now that's gone. Uh, a tie would be broken uh, by Winsome Sears.
1: Correct. So we have, essentially what we have is uh, the trifecta of a Yunkin, uh, Winsome Sears, and a new attorney general in Jason Miares, yeah. who, who will be a huge advocate for the Second Amendment.
10: Yeah. And unlike our current uh, attorney general, who sided with every gun control effort out there. We are a shell issue state. Uh, We are one of the vast majority of states where if you want a permit, you can basically uh, apply for it. And the assumption is you're getting it to protect yourself. In only eight states, you have to justify why you need one. And in some states, even if you came in with a knife in your back, they still would say there's enough proof that you're in danger. Um, And... uh, so, uh, and that's who, that, that states like that, that uh, Herring was constantly siding with, constantly sending it to the Street support, uh, the Supreme Court supporting those uh, horrible communist uh, states. And that's, I mean, he, he basically was stabbing us from the back, Yeah. all the people in Virginia. Uh he's supposed to be supporting our laws. He's never done that. He's been the worst attorney general I know. and he's he taught all of us a lesson about just how important having a good attorney general is. You kind of take it for granted. Then when you have a really bad one, you realize, oh, okay, these other guys, we're, we're doing a pretty good job.
1: Man, that is that is so true. I mean, when you have a politicized person who is all about politics and doesn't care about the laws of Virginia and defending them, that is exactly what we got. The most political attorney general ever is awful. I couldn't agree yes. more. Now, the what's so great about it is we have someone who has a, almost a Cuban— and background who can say, look, this is what it looks like, real tyranny looks like, not about to allow that here in Virginia. Uh, Philip Van Cleave, did you, did you happen to hear uh, The View and, and Joy Behar talk about the Second Amendment? Did you hear that this week? Uh,
10: no, I tend to avoid The View, <laughs> but uh, no, I didn't. Uh, that's not on your I, watching I, list? I, I that's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> really? <it's>, uh, <laughs> that would be if I was a masochist. And one of the worst types of massages is just love pain and, and frustration.
1: Well, then um, I'm sorry yeah, to do also this. I
10: to have, IQ, have to have IQ points trimmed off of my brain that's I watch it. All so right, well, there, you know, well okay, understand. well, at,
1: at risk of lowering your IQ and giving you pain, you must listen to this. Here it is.
7: You know, when the founding fathers uh, were busy with the amendments, the First and Second Amendments did not have AR-15s in there, mm-hmm. weapons of, of war. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> I know that hurt.
10: And the comedy relief part of this, you know, where they're, <laughs> it's, it's actually funny that they, <laughs> oh, no, no, a militia with nothing to do about war. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I thought you might like it. Well,
10: that. that's why she's a comedian. She makes us laugh. <laughs> that's even, great. Even when she's trying to be serious.
1: You thought it was a comedic <laughs> gig. Maybe it was. Maybe I missed it. I took it serious. <laughs> you, maybe you're exactly right. All right, Phil. Good I don't talking. I do
10: capable of being serious. Okay. Right. Great. Thank
1: appreciate you, bud. Good to talk with you. That is uh, Philip Van Cleve. He's the president of, for the Virginia Citizens Defense League. And if Richard here is say a truly great American, by the way, vcdl.org, vcdl.org, phenomenal alerts. great company. Lee Brothers 60 secondscom LeeBrothers.com.
3: High capacity, fully automatic, large
4: caliber, freedom. Mojo 5.0. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique
1: experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today—the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420BourbonBowl.com. 420BourbonBowl.com. 420BourbonBowl.bowl.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio.
0: Richmond's example of radio, as the founding fathers intended—the Lee brothers. <laughs>
1: That is a wrap of the radio program. And if Richard is here, to tell us what kind of rap it is, as it's a tradition with the Lee Brothers for over 20 years on the radio, over four different radio stations. Always appreciate your support for the cause of freedom and liberty and listening to us. Check us out at theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. I don't know if you saw this, but PETA is asking uh, your Christmas cards to not include apes. Apes. They don't, they argue that portraying great apes and chimpanzees and gorillas in cute outfits during Christmas hinders the conservation efforts and misleads people into thinking chimpanzees are thriving rather than facing extinction. I'm pretty sure they're thriving. I'm pretty sure. Sh- we're not forced with an extinction of apes and gorillas and chimpanzees. I'm, I'm, I'm not the expert on this, but I'm pretty sure. And it came from PETA, so I know they're dead wrong and they're a bunch of freaks. So, anyway. All right, so... Um, Make sure you go back and check us out at mojo50.com, mojo50.com. And that's a phenomenal radio program dedicated to the cause of freedom and liberty. I must leave you with uh, Alex de Tocqueville, once again, democracy in America, with dealing with COVID. What good does it do me after all if I'm ever watching authority keeps an eye out to ensure my pleasures? Why? Why do I want government to do all that? That's my role, isn't it? It's not the rule of government to enforce all those things upon me. Remember that as we go throughout this week fighting your COVID battles of the Omicron variant. It's crazy. Alright, find us at Mojo Five O. Uh, if you want more about the Lee Brothers, the great videos of the day, all at the leebrothers.com. If you prefer liberty to tyranny, if you prefer founding father principles over the cancel culture and you want to make radio great again, join us here again next week. If you want an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker, send us an email. Patriots at TheLeeBrothers.com. Changing hearts and minds for the cause of freedom and liberty. See you next week.
2: My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer.
1: And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye.
10: God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.